We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Ladies and gents, boys and girls, happy Monday, December the 19th, 2022. Hope you're all doing well. Chris Phillips here, the Daily Crow of the Spurs Up Show. Appreciate you all tuning in. We got a lot to get into. Very excited to chat with you here on this Monday. It is the week of National Signing Day. It is also the week of Christmas. How about that? Christmas in six days. This upcoming Sunday, Santa Claus is coming to town. Again, appreciate you all. We are live on the Daily Crow taking your questions, your comments, and your calls. I see C. Youngblood, John Edward, Justin Langford, Hunter Kelly, uh, Chase Floyd, Travis Allen, Travi, Stephen Boyle Jr., Stephanie Lee, also those in the Big Cock Club Discord. Head over to the TDC Questions channel. The TDC Questions channel. Be sure your questions are answered there. Again, guys, appreciate you all tuning in, the course, as always. TDC brought to you by our friends over at Prize Picks. Go download the Prize Picks app or go to prizepicks.com. When you do, use the promo code TSUS. It's sign up to receive a 100% deposit match up to $100. You can play anything and everything, college sports, pro sports, anything and everything in between. So many fans and listeners of the Spurs Up show have made tons of money with our friends at Prize Picks, and you should as well. Again, go, go download the app or go to prizepicks.com. And again, when you do, use that promo code TSUS to receive a 100% deposit match up to $100. Be sure to check them out and tell them that Chris from the Spurs Up show sent you again guys appreciate you all tuning in the phone lines are wide open you can also text the number 843-790-3377 big recruiting weekend for Shane Beamer tons of welcome homes rolling in podcast did drop this morning talking and you know I dropped I recorded the podcast yesterday before before all of the welcome homes were announced so you might notice I, I don't talk about the commitments by name and if you're wondering why, that is the reason why. Also, we have an update from the man, the myth, the legend, Robbie Davis himself, who reached out to me this morning. If I can find the DM, let's see. Rob, yeah, Robbie said, hey, man, I'm spending time with some family for the next couple of days. So I will give my rebuttal about Chick-fil-A either tomorrow or Wednesday. But you will get my rebuttal. That's a promise. Go Gamecocks. Zaxby's rules. So, <laughs> Robbie Davis has spoken today, and I will be counting down the seconds until we hear the Robbie Davis spiel on Chick-fil-A versus Zaxby's, right? Travis Allen has found a spot in Lot J that didn't break the bank. Great to hear. Yeah, again, um, next week, guys, next Friday. It's literally not this Friday, but next Friday, 
Gamecocks take on Notre Dame and the Gator Bowl. We will be in Jacksonville. I'll be down there Wednesday through Saturday. Really looking forward to it. Um, yeah, going to be a good time. We'll be in Lot J for the TSUS tailgate, partnered up with our friends over at Carolina Cigars. Highly suggest you come on out. We'll be out there from 11 to kickoff. We'll have the Irish packs on sale. Yours truly will be smoking an Irish pack. Going to be a really good time. We'll also have the koozies and the towels for sale, which I want to update you on that. 98%, I would say, of orders have gone out. Probably most are delivered by now as well. Uh, I'm getting out the final run of koozies mainly is what it is. Uh, those will be sent out by tomorrow. You will have them by Friday. So you will have them by Christmas, as I promised, if you ordered by December the 12th. All right, that being said, let's go ahead and jump to the phone lines. Hunter. Hunter, what's up, man? How are you? I'm good, man. What about you? I'm doing well. What's going on? Um, not much. Uh, so, what, so what's going on with the uh, sellers in the QB? Like, uh, do you think there's any, uh, I guess, like good luck to them at all? Lenoris Sellers, the quarterback. Um, I guess yeah. he's a Syracuse commit. I, I don't know if we're. I mean, I'm sure we're working to sway him. It, he's a really hot yeah. name. I, I tell you, I get asked about Lenoris Sellers a lot. Um, I don't. You know, I don't know exactly where he sits. Is he a kid that wants to go out of state? I mean, I, I really just, to, to be honest with you, I don't know. I haven't followed his, I haven't followed his recruitment super close. Um, right. You know, and I and I understand. I you know, I ask the question to people like, why do you want him so badly? Because we are loaded at quarterback. Like, I, I don't know how many more we can really oh, yeah, yeah. Well, no, no. take. But I mean, I you know, I understand. You never want to let in-state guys like that four-star quarterback. You never want to let them get away. And obviously, everybody you talk to. Rants and raves how great of a player he is. So, um, you know, I'm sure Shane Beamer and company are, 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 are getting after it, at least trying to recruit him and get him to Carolina. And, you know, signing day on Wednesday, I guess we'll see what he does. But, uh, you know, the last I heard, he's committed to Syracuse. And, uh, you know, I, I don't know. I think a lot of it comes down to, again, man, numbers. I mean, we've got, you know, and this is if Rattler doesn't come back. We've got Luke Doty, right. Colton Gothier. Tanner Bailey, Braden Davis, and Dante Reno all on our roster. So, I, I just – where does he fit in? You know, I, is there room? I, I think that might factor into it as well. But, you know, we'll, we'll see. But I've heard nothing but good things about Lenora Sellers. And, again, I think that's probably one of the reasons so many people ask about Sellers and his, his – uh, will he be coming to Carolina, if you will. But, now nah, we'll just have to wait and see, man. Yeah, so, I mean, I don't, I don't know how all this uh, whole commit thing, you know, and like I played, I played football in high school and all, but like I always played up to my junior year, so I obviously don't know what this whole uh, commit thing um, works. Like so, like say if you committed to a college, and you know he committed to Syracuse, uh, can he like flip anytime he wanted to? Like say if on on that signing day, he can, you know, just like come he, to us if you really want to. Yeah, once once he signs his NIL, his Nash or his uh. Excuse me, not NLI. I'm getting my, my, my acronyms mixed up. Once he signs his letter of intent, um, it's official, right? There's no more flipping. He is enrolled. He's going there. But that's not, you know, the, the reason signing day is signing day, Hunters, because that is the – all signing day is, that's the first day that you can sign that letter of intent, right? That's what makes signing day sure. what it is. So – up until then, up until he signs – and you don't have to sign it on Wednesday. I mean, there's kids that – I think Nick Harbour is probably going to be one of them that wait until February or wait until the spring to sign their letter of intent. So, as long as he hasn't signed oh, his LOI, okay. he can flip. Yeah, but once you sign that LOI, it's you're, you're locked in. 
Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, I, I, I definitely appreciate that, man. I, I, I had to get that question out there. Yeah, no, I appreciate it, Hunter. Always a pleasure. No problem, man. You take it easy. Yeah, man, you too. Thanks so much. Yeah, again, of course, guys, it is the week of National Signing Day. Uh, Wednesday, content will be bleeding out of the eyeballs, of course, uh, even more so than normal, of course, with all the all the signees coming in. And, and it's like Christmas for, uh, for college football fans. And, you know, I, I think Brad Crawford, good friend of ours and good friend of the show, I thought he put it beautifully on social media this morning when he just said national championships are won this week. I mean, it's true. It's really true. So, national championships are won this week in signing day. Craig Phillips says, when are you getting a big cock club gigantic hat? Yeah, well, I, I got to take a look. How much? How much is a gigantic hat? Let's see. And can you get it custom? That's that's the question. Okay, so it's $59. That's actually not bad. That's actually not bad, but what what team is my my question? What team would you get? Or like what? Huh. It's not bad. Anyways. Anyways. Um Yeah, of course, National Signing Day on Wednesday. Uh really excited. So, yeah, I get a lot of questions, though, about Lenora Sellers, and I, and I just wonder, you know, I, I would love to bring him home, too, but, I mean, is, is he a must-get in the class? I mean, is he, you know, I mean, we how, how, how many quarterbacks, you know, I mean, you, you want to keep the kid home, but, like, how many, um, how many quarterbacks can you realistically have on your roster? Uh, Austin Lewis, again, what's the chance Lenora Sellers? I, I don't know, my friend. I, I don't know. I, I know he's been committed to Syracuse, I guess, forever. Um, you know, maybe he wants to Maybe he wants to get out of state. So, Andrew Horrell still wondering if Dante Reno is going to come in 2023 or still wait for 2024. I, I would imagine 2023. I, I don't know for sure, but it seems like it's trending to 2023. I, you know. Wesley Bowles watched the kid from Newberry College play a few times. He's the truth. Yeah, that's a big one. Go Wolves. Go Wolves indeed, man. Newberry boys built different. The Newberry boys are built different. Um, yeah, I mean, he, he, you look at his stats, over 3,000 yards in his career. I think he had almost 20 touchdowns this past season. Really good player. Justin Langford, if Beamer, White, and Gray go all in on Travis Hunter, it could do wonders for our program. No, no it wouldn't, Justin, because he's going to Colorado. That is just – he's either going to Colorado or the school that throws the biggest bag. I, I, I think we'd probably be wasting our time with Travis Hunter. I, I do. I think we'd be wasting our time. So, yeah, I, I, I mean, I would be floored if Travis Hunter doesn't go follow Dion to Colorado. I would be floored, my friend, floored. So, I guess we'll see, but I'd, I'd be shocked. It, 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 I'd be shocked. Travi, I, I, I'll bet you money he's going to Colorado. I'll bet you money, Travi. Peyton, thoughts about men's basketball with two non-conference games left before SEC. Um, and I was at the game, obviously. I, I was at the game on Saturday. Uh, thoughts on men's basketball? It's, it's rough. You know, it's, it's brutal, Peyton. It's brutal. It's, uh, we're, we're not very good. Um, you know, and I, I'm not telling you anything you didn't already know. But, you know, we're not a good team. And that's we're fans. You know, we're, we're fans of not a good team. That's just the reality of it. And nobody expected, nobody expected this basketball team to be 
world beaters in year one. I think what's really tough, I think what's tough for people to grasp is they could have lived with, and we could have lived with a, you know, a rough season in the SEC. But when you're losing by nearly double digits to East Carolina, you're losing to teams like George Washington, right? You're, you're, you're trailing in the second half to a Presbyterian when you're, when you're, uh, you know, when, when, you, when, you, when you're, when you're getting blown out by UAB, I, I think that's, you know, that, that's, that's what's really tough. That's what's tough. And again, knew it would be tough in year one. I, I guess what's a really tough pill to swallow though, is just like, where does, you know, where does men's basketball sit in regards to, I just, how much do people care about men's basketball? I, I, I hate to say that because we all know, right? It's a, it's a, it's a sport that you have to win to draw support almost. Like they don't just go hand in hand. Like Gamecock fans love their basketball team, but they need a product to support, right? Like you're, you're not going to fill CLA. You're not going to, you know, you're not, you're, you have to put a product on the floor. You just have to, you just have to. And uh, I, I think at this point, Gamecock fans would rather do anything than watch than watch South Carolina men's basketball. Um, and I see somebody commenting saying, UMass is 7-1. and one. I think they're like 8-2 and two or something. But Cade says, UMass, maybe we should have kept Frank. I, I, I don't think that's the case necessarily. I mean, I, listen, listen. The only person to blame for Frank Martin not being at South Carolina is Frank Martin. That, that's it. That's it. I mean, the guy had 10 years, and he had, what, three or four seasons after the Final Four, and they did nothing with it, man. And I, I, and I just don't know – I don't know how you can blame USC or, or, or Gamecock Nation for him not being here. I, I mean, I feel like this fan base tried to be as patient as possible. And, and I'll tell you this, because I, I get labeled by some as, like, I was calling for Frank Martin's job. If you go back to that, if you if you really go back and you look over the spring, if you look at uh, over the spring in regards to the basketball season and my and my coverage and my content, was I like a hundred and ten percent just you know fire Frank Martin like he's a disgrace to USC? I didn't say that. All I said over the spring was, I think this relationship has run its course. That's how it feels. If South Carolina would have brought him back, I wouldn't have even balked at it. I, I don't – I would not have thrown a fit. I would not have gone crazy. It just felt like the relationship had run its course. And why is that the case? Because in college basketball – and I guess that's what makes this season so tough. In college basketball, if you're not making the NCAA tournament, right, if you're not making the NCAA tournament, like your season is just a wash. Like, like that's, that's the whole point of the college basketball season. Right, that's the whole point, and so if you're not making the tournament, it, it just you, fans just almost completely lose interest. They almost just completely lose interest, and you know, um, obviously this year we know what what the deal is, and it got to that point with Frank Martin where apathy set in because you could just count on every single year you weren't going to the tournament. Right, and, and that's sort of just the minimum expectation. People want to go to the tournament. I know that hasn't happened a lot for the Gamecocks over the years, but it's it's something you want to see happen more often. Like obviously. So, anyways, I I, I just you know, I mean, I'm I'm certainly not trying to be doom and gloom on this Monday about the basketball program again. I I, I think 
Here's what I'll say. Gamecock Nation loves their basketball. Gamecock Nation loves a winner above anything else. We pack out the CLA for women's basketball. And that's not me. I'm not trying to, you know, say anything obviously negative about women's basketball, but I'm just saying that, like, we pack it out for Dawn Staley's team. You, you can't sit there and say that we don't love our basketball. We would pack out CLA for a, for a really good, to even just slightly above average men's basketball team. Um, but honestly, like the reality, like, like uh, the unfortunate reality, I, I feel like in men's basketball, maybe it's because maybe I'm speaking from a slanted view because I'm not a huge basketball guy, but the way I see it, at least since in my, in my lifetime of being Gamecock fandom since 2002, 2003 ish, it's always been football, baseball, and then basketball. It's always been that way. And like I've I've never known South Carolina basketball to be all that great. You know, you had the back-to-back NITs in 04, 05. Those teams were a lot of fun. Carlos Powell, you know, Torrance Kinsey, Zam Frederick, uh, you know, those guys. Ronaldo Balkman, dude. I loved Ronaldo Balkman. Probably my all-time favorite player, Ronaldo Balkman. So much fun to watch. You know, then you had Devin Downey. Um, they didn't really win a whole lot, but he was he was masterful and beat number one Kentucky. Uh, and then Frank Martin takes over, and you know you go to the Final Four. But I mean, outside of that, you just you really I mean, and then you you look back at like what was it 1997? They were really good, and then the Frank McGuire days. And outside of that, I mean, dude, basket basketball is just I, I mean. It's just kind of there. It's just always kind of been there. Like, like I, I, it's, it's, it's not like, it's not like we really count down the. I mean, I'm sitting there. If you really want an indication, or if you really want an idea, because like I tell you guys a lot, I, I have a very unique vantage point when it comes to Gamecock Nation, this fan base, because of content, because of the platforms we build on social media, etc. I mean, if you really want an idea, I'm sitting there trying to post countdown videos to basketball season. And of course, that's happening in the midst of football. And I'm posting these countdown videos. And people literally are commenting, who cares? It's football season. Like, like, <laughs> like people, basketball to me, this basketball program, it's it's like the redheaded stepchild of the athletics department. It really is. It's just kind of there. You acknowledge its presence but you don't embrace it. It's just there. And that's a shame. It is a shame, but it's there. It's just there. That's, that's all it is. It's just there. And, you know, we we hope it can be good. We, we would like for it to be good, but it's just there. It's just that thing that fills up the month and a half between the Gamecocks bowl game and the start of baseball season. That, that That's really what South kind of basketball has turned into. And maybe Lamont Paris you know, obviously that's why you hired him to to get to the point where you bring serious competitiveness and competing for the NCAA tournament at minimum, the NIT, just postseason play. That's why you hired him. But for most of my Gamecock lifetime, South Carolina men's basketball has been the redheaded stepchild of the athletics department and just that thing that occurs in the gap between a Gamecocks bowl game and the start of baseball season. And, and, I, and I think the only thing, the only thing that's going to get people excited about men's basketball is winning. Bottom line. It, it's just winning. A winning product. That's it. A winning product. And I trust Lamont Paris, and I believe he can do it. But 
you know, if you think the history and the lack of tradition is against Carolina football, I mean, Gamecocks basketball is a whole other level. A whole different level. So maybe he can maybe he can turn it around, get it going. And, and William Crook, I'm I'm really not on Lamont Paris's ass. I'm talking about the program as a whole. I'm talking about the program as a whole. I'm not talking about Lamont. I knew Lamont. I knew this season was gonna suck, Will. I knew it was. We all knew it was. We all knew it was, but like that's just what I'm speaking on is not a Lamont Paris thing. This is a South Carolina basketball thing. Like South Carolina basketball, again, it's 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 it literally right now goes football, in my opinion, football, baseball, women's basketball, men's basketball. That's that's just the way I see it. So and I apologize to the redheads who are watching. I redheaded stepchild is an expression. I, I've got nothing but love for the gingers. So sorry about that. It's it's an expression. I apologize. I apologize. Um anyways. Anyways, uh, let's let's see, let's see, let's see. Somebody commented, Jacob E says, I hate to be that guy, but the welcome home from the weekend so far were really underwhelming, in my opinion. I mean, I've 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 got no I'm excited for the welcome homes. I mean, I I, I Jacob, I, I I guess you were expecting one of them to be Nicholas Harbor or somebody else. I, I I don't know. What what were you expecting? What what underwhelming compared to what? underwhelming compared to what you know i mean i i i I, i'll put it to you this way unless this is my approach in recruiting unless you are like a five-star top of the line kind of guy my reaction is always sort of the same in recruiting like i i know you need to recruit at a high level to win obviously you do but a four-star has basically the same amount of success as a three-star, as a two-star, as a transfer, as a – you know what I mean? Because your rating – I mean, it, it's important. Don't get me wrong. It's important. But what you do when you get on campus and, and put in the work and put the pads on, put the garden – that, that's what I really care about. I mean, it's – it's your ratings and everything are uh, just kind of a side note. I see we got my guy Tyler Sutherland, a.k.a. Mr. Slapdick of the Day in the building. What's going on, Tyler? I appreciate you tuning in. Uh, been called worse by better, my guy. <laughs> Gene Lott, the O-line from, from Yale, had several offers from Power Pops. Yeah, I've heard he's a stud. I've actually heard he is a stud. So, I mean, again, we've seen Shane Beamer and company attack the transfer portal, address their needs, if you will. And, um, you know, I think they're going to do that again. So, I, I, I trust Shane Beamer on the recruiting side of things. I really do. I trust Shane Beamer on the recruiting side of things. They're going to get the guys we need. And, uh, you know, I, I, I thought the pickup from Florida, while a guy that he has not played, uh, 6'6", 243, great size. I mean, maybe, you know, what what can you get out of him? We'll see. But, um, yeah, Coach Ford, listen, I'm, I'm not a guy sitting here telling you that stars don't matter. I, I'm not. I'm not. I'm just telling you I the point of what I was saying, Coach Ford, was like, I don't, I don't overhype. I don't, I try not to overhype guys. You know what I mean? Um, I, I, I just, because he, here's the thing, coach, if we're really honest about the recruiting side of things and 24 seven and rivals, they do a great job and they rate the players. And I mean, it's, it's fun. I mean, these businesses are wildly successful covering recruiting, right? They're wildly successful, but I mean, you've never heard 
for any school. This is not a South Carolina thing. You've never heard or seen, right? Like an NFL team can sign a guy, and you can be like, that signing sucked. You know what I mean? That signing sucked. <laughs> like, you can just say it, right? Or you, you think that guy's a bum? You'll just say he's a bum. Have you ever heard of a college picking up a three-star commitment and a writer, an analyst, a who have you, going on record and, and openly, publicly creating content and saying to the masses, you know, this guy committed three-star, he's okay. Probably ain't going to play a whole lot, you know, class. He's a, he's, a, he's a roster filler. He's a lifetime special teamer. Not all that great. Doesn't project well. I mean, have you ever heard that? Every three stars a diamond in the rough. Every four stars a stud. Every five stars the next, the next greatest player in school history. That's you know that's why I just try to go into it with a level head, man. I mean it's it's some of the three stars are going to play like five stars. Some of the five stars are going to play like three stars. Some of the four stars are going to pan out. Some aren't. You just hope more pan out than don't. But I agree with you, Coach Ford. Yeah. So blue blue chip ratio is a thing. It's a thing for a reason. You have to have it right. You need you need fifty percent. You can't win a national title if you don't have 50% blue chip ratio, 50% or greater. Yeah, it's a real thing. So, I mean, it's it's massively important. So, massively important. Chad Rogers, if you don't like what I'm saying, my guy, you can either call in or fuck off. I mean, one of the two. One of the two. You can do one of the two. People got an attitude today. What's up with the attitude? It's the week of Christmas, man. Find some joy, like Beamer says. Find some joy. Nobody's got joy anymore. Nobody's got joy anymore. I don't know. We got a lack of joy. People on Santa's naughty list, you about to get coal in your stocking, my guy, and you probably deserve it. Uh, let's see. Tanner Land, if you look back, we have had a lot of four-star players not pan out. Well, I will say this. I mean, that was one of the things, because I, I openly, like, I openly admit to you guys if I'm a, you know, I'll openly admit, hey, I'm not a diehard basketball guy. I'm not. I'm not. Right? I, I don't watch bunches of college basketball. I don't watch the, you know, the NBA. I'm just not a huge basketball guy. And I've I've admitted, especially early on in TSUS, uh, and Chad, I apologize. Very good. Very good. See, you got you gotta be you gotta be clear. You gotta be clear. I think I was uh coming at you because uh, you know, that's my bad. I'm a slap dick for that. That's 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 all good. I'll hold that. I'll hold that. I'm a slap dick for that. Anyways, I, you know, I, I've admitted early in the history of TSUS, though, that um, I, I was not a huge recruiting guy. But one of the reasons, one of the reasons I fell out of recruiting was because Will Muschamp, who recruited well, all things considered, and you looked at the ratings and you looked at the stars, right? Recruited well. But what would happen is this: you 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 you'd, you'd invest. You'd invest all your time and emotion and getting this guy, getting that. I mean, I remember following the, the recruitment of Jamias Williams so closely, following the recruitment of Rosendo Lewis, you know, other players, so closely. And guys would get on campus, and they just, they'd vanish. They'd vanish. They would just vanish. And so that that, that got old, you know what I mean? That And that's, that's why I just kind of became, like, very passive in regards to, hey, Coach, you get whoever. I'm not investing in a guy that, you know, these guys come on campus and, again, they just disappear. 
With Beamer, I've gotten much, much more excited about recruiting. Um, you know, I think especially when you see young guys like a Nick Emanwari, as Gene Lott points out. You know, you see a guy like an E-Man come in as a three-star and, and ball out. You know what I mean? Um, you know, I, I, I think Shane Beamer in his early, you know, his short tenure has done a good job in recruiting. And I think you look at the class this year, and we'll, we'll talk about it much more in depth on Wednesday. We've actually got J.C. Sherbert. He'll join the show Wednesday at 1.15. By the way, I saw somebody ask about Steven Garcia. No, that that segment is over. I think we might get Steven next Monday if he can swing it. But that segment on a weekly basis is over, just to let you guys know. Um, but uh, we'll have J.C. Sherbert on Wednesday. We'll talk recruiting. We'll talk about the class. I think they're doing a good job addressing their needs. And Coach Ford, like you said, trust in Beamer. Trust in Beamer. That's all you can do. Um, you know, you have to believe and trust that they are going to bring in the best possible players. And and I understand why. And, I, and, I, and I'd still say this. I like recruiting a lot more. I, I, I've grown to like recruiting a lot more because of the content purposes and what it means for my business. And I know that you, the audience, love recruiting, right? I mean, I like it too. Don't get me wrong. But there's some people. I mean, y'all know. And some of you might be tuned in, and I got number love for you, but there's some people, they love recruiting. Like, like over the top, like, are all about the message boards. They're all in on the, you know, all the star ratings and every player. And, I mean, they love recruiting. Like, they're on NCAA football, playing NCAA football, like, doing the recruiting. Like, I always skip that. <laughs> like, I, I normally just play the games. Like, I, I'm, not, I'm not doing recruiting and targeting players and, allocating points to visits and like there's some people that love it they love it and that's great I like it I like it a lot but you know I've grown to like it more but uh and it's the lifeblood of your football program right I mean you have to have it you have to do it well you have to do it well but um you know I, I I'm I'm glad it's not my job I'll put it that way I'm, I'm glad it's not my job um, you know, let Beamer and his his staff and Beamer and company do their thing. And um, I, I, I believe, I, I never, I'll tell you this, I, I was never concerned. I was never concerned about recruiting <clears throat> when Beamer was hired. I, I really wasn't. I always thought Beamer would recruit at a high level. You know, I always thought that, you know, he did it before. You know, he recruited the best, some of the best talent we've ever had here. And uh, so what he's so what he's doing on the recruiting trail is not like surprising to me. You know what I mean? It's 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 very uh, it's expected. I mean, I, I expected him to recruit well. So, guys, really excited to next week get into um, get into the bowl game. Right? It'll be game week this time next week. Really looking forward to it. You know, I it's it's funny this time last week I was sitting around saying, man, you know, I. I it's it's why can't things just chill, relax, slow down just a hair. And it's kind of weird. I feel like they have. So, you know, today's combo, but that's some of the most, some of the greatest content you can make is, is when things are still, when things are calm and the conversation can just go a ton of different ways. You know what I mean? Cody, what's going on? Appreciate you tuning in. John Edwards is not emotionally invested in Gamecocks men's basketball. I hear you, John. You're a Duke fan. So what are you talking about? I, I know you're not invested in Gamecocks men's basketball. You pull for Duke. And I love you, John Edwards, but you have said that publicly. You have said that publicly. <laughs> so. 
Jeff Gullett says we should redo the sim. The sim was garbage. The, the, I, I'm sorry for all those who tuned in. Madison, yes, it is cold. You are correct. Yeah, I went to the gym this morning at like 8 a.m., 8.30, something like that. It was freezing. It was freezing cold. So, um, yeah, it's cold. It's cold. Okay, John Ever, you pull for both. My bad, man. You, my, my bad. My bad. <clears throat> I'm sure it's easier, though, when you got Duke to, to fall back on. Like, because they're good. We know they're good. Austin, appreciate you, man. He said, good stuff this year. Enjoy listening to you, Austin. I appreciate that, my friend. Thank you. Thank you. <clears throat> Again, some people out there commenting, Gavin Fairpoint by Jacob by myself was hoping for some bigger names from the portal, but we can't complain what we've got so far. Guy from Newberry has high hopes coming in. And Gavin, listen, I- I'll tell you this. Some people will come down on you and, and-, and-, and call you this, call you that. I, I won't do that. That's, that's fine. I-, I get it. I get it. I get it. See, I mean, that- that's... And I'll say this, Gavin. Like I'm, I'm at the point where you know I, I always keep thing a buck, keep things a buck. I always keep it real. I mean, you guys know that. You, you obviously know how I roll. But you know, you you pick and choose what hills you want to die on. And so, like, you're not going to have a very long career, or or you're at least you probably. Here's the thing. You could probably build a business out of being critical on signees. You probably could. You probably could. You know, like, like for example, I could go through these guys from the portal that we just got and, like, nitpick them and, and, and be very critical of the pickups, right? And that would be so going against the grain because, again, nobody does that. Every three-star that Carolina signs they're just the greatest steal of all time. They're, they're, you know what I mean? Like, if you're that person that you're willing to say, you know what, this is not a good pickup. Can you imagine? Like, and I'm not saying that about anybody, but like, can you imagine? You could probably build a business out of doing that, but the amount of shit and hate you will deal with in the process, it's just not even worth it. It's just, it's just not worth it. So I, I say this when it comes to recruiting. I'll say this when it comes to recruiting. I, I, and, and, and here's the difference. You know, Will Muschamp built a track record of bringing in players, not developing them, not getting the most out of them. It was a bunch of empty hype. It felt like in every single recruiting class. Shane Beamer, thus far, in my opinion, has, has, built, has built a reputation of he has developed players. He's gotten the best out of players. And so when it comes to recruiting, I'm very excited for everybody we bring in, and I believe that, you know, they they are bringing in guys that are best going to help South Carolina football. And uh, so a guy like like the Florida tight end, for example, right? Like, I'll be honest with you. When we brought in Nate Atkins, was I – that I think he was going to be some all-conference, all-American tight end? I didn't even think he was going to play. I didn't know. I was like, okay, guy from, what, East Tennessee State or whatever? Like, okay, big deal. But then, turn around, look what he does in the Clemson game. Look how much he played over the course of the season. So – I don't think they're bringing in guys to – I think they're bringing in guys they believe can help them win football games and be impact players. And, and you know, I, I trust Shane Beamer fully that everybody he brings has a purpose in his football program, even if they don't play, right? Even if they don't play. So, I, I trust Shane Beamer in that regard. And I, I think he's uh, – we got the right man at the, at the head of it. We got the right man steering the wheel. And, 
you know, that's uh, that's my take on recruiting. So, you know, and it looks like you are going to finish top 25 in recruiting, maybe even top 20. And if you do that, you had a very successful year, in my opinion. I, I mean, how could anybody be – how could anyone be upset or, or uh, disappointed, you know, with a top 20 recruiting finish? Even just top 25. If you're recruiting top 25 in a year-in, year-out basis, no, you're not hitting probably that – that blue chip ratio you'd like to hit, but you're getting closer to it. I think you're closer to it. If it still stands, you're still, you're closer to it under Beamer than you've been under Muschamp, certainly, and even maybe Spurrier. So, you know, and that's what it takes. It, it, it takes meeting that threshold, that, that blue chip ratio threshold, right? You got to be 50% or greater, I believe is the number, to win a national championship. Nobody does. No, no, Nobody below that wins a national championship. So to even challenge the elites, you need to be damn near at that or above that. And so the closer you can get, the better. And I'm not saying you got to do that to be a solid program. I'm not saying, I think with a top 25 class, year in, year out, I think you can go eight and four. I, I really do. Which, again, don't sleep on eight and four. Eight and four is a good year. Eight and four is a good year for counter football, especially. I mean, I, I still stand by. If we averaged eight and four over the course of a decade, we're crushing. I mean, we're, we're crushing. We are, we are, that is some fun football. Those are some fun seasons. I'd, I'd sign up for that in a heartbeat. Average eight wins over the course of a decade, I'd sign up for that in a heartbeat. That's, that's how you build a program. Jacob, I feel like we've been a top 20 class every year since Muschamp took over, minus the year he was fired. Yeah, I mean, we, we've we've never really struggled to recruit, John Ever. That's that's a great point. We really haven't. I mean, we we that's another reason why I expected Beamer to to recruit well. I mean, I, I just we haven't really ever like we're able to bring in pretty good players. Like like I, I'm not saying we're bringing in the best, but we're bringing in good players. So, um, yeah, Brad Bale, before before Jada and Big Tree decommitted, we were really sitting pretty in recruiting. So, maybe we'll get one or two of them, one or both back. I don't know. We'll see. All right, let's jump back to the line. Call from Zach. Zach, what's up, man? How are you? Hey, man, how you doing? I'm doing well. What's going on? I'm not much. So how are we how are we looking on recruits this year? I know that we've got a few that popped up today or yesterday, but um, still looking pretty good for in the future. Yeah, we are ranked seventeenth right now on twenty four seven. These are national rankings, of course. Seventeenth uh, in regards to top twenty five classes or top classes, and then we are twenty second on rivals. So I, I would expect, you know, another top twenty five class, maybe top twenty, just depending yep. on which service you're looking at so i mean i think we're in a really good position in recruiting i mean i you know when other two yeah signing day I'll, I'll really you know we'll go down the list and really break down these guys yet again but i know it's a you know it's it's a line of scrimmage heavy class linebacker heavy i mean you're addressing your needs which right you know, i think is obviously the the goal of any recruiting class is to address those needs right. so yeah i mean i think we're i, I, I think right. we're i think we're doing well what about that boy from yale is he committed he is, yes. He actually made it official yesterday. Okay, good, good, good. Because mm. I, I kind of like him. Um, I think he's he's going to be a pretty good fit here. Um, I yeah. think I think what um 
Oh. Oh, man. I'm trying to think of his name. Rattler said at the meeting, we've got what we've got and what we've got going to work. So, I yep. know we've had a few for the bowl game, but um, I still think, you know, we had, we had a pretty pretty strong secondary. Actually, a very strong secondary. Hmm. I think, you know, even with this bowl game, we're going to be just fine. Yeah, all we got is all we need. So I, I uh, you know, that's all we need. <laughs> yeah, and, I, and I'll say this: I'm, I'm impressed that Rattler's playing. I really am. I, I wouldn't have expected it. I would have, I would have right. bet a lot of money in the preseason on if we went eight and four that he would have opted out, thousand percent. But yep. you know, I think because of the way he played the first ten games, and uh, you know, wanting to put even more more tape out there and I don't know what decision he's going to make in regards to does he return does he go to the NFL I don't know what decision he's going to make but I'm very happy he's playing and um right you know I, I you know I would agree with him all we got's all we need and you know I also don't blame those guys that you know they made a business decision it is what it is and it's just the the, it. the reality of college football and you're you're gonna you're gonna drive yourself crazy trying to justify the decision making of an 18 year old or 20 year old or whatever so it's just Right. You know, play exactly with the ones right. you got. And Notre Dame's got opt-outs, too. And it'd be a – you know, obviously, it'd be great to win the game. And we all know the type of momentum and energy it'd bring if you could uh, if you could win that game. That's right. That's right. I've been a game cop for a long time. And you know what? I would have been fine with one and ten as long as we beat Clemson. As long as we beat them. <laughs> My wife, she's a Clemson fan. And I have to put – I've had to put up with this for the past seven years. Mm. Um I was pretty happy with that. <laughs> I bet. No, I bet, man. I, I know a lot of people would probably feel the same way. They we can go one one and ten, one and eleven, and as long as that one is the last one, that's that's the important one. <laughs> that's exactly right. Man, appreciate it. You have your good one. Happy Monday and to the moon, buddy. Zach, you're the man. To the moon. I appreciate it. Yes, sir. Yeah, man. Take care. Great stuff. Uh, Brandon Wagner says, I think the Yale kid is a big sleeper. I, I would say, yeah, from what I've heard, he's a stud. So, from what I've heard, he's a stud. Jeff Gulledge, can you explain how Reno can choose to be 23 or 24? How does he get to decide that? I, I think it depends on, like, credits and – yeah, I, I don't know. I, I don't know exactly. I'll be honest with you, man. I, I, I don't know exactly. I, I Yeah, so – Y'all giving the caller hell for, for marrying a Clemson fan. Uh, Madison, I hope Jackson will be warmer next week in Lot J. We are going. Love it, Madison. Look forward to seeing you there. Yeah, be a good time. It'll be a very, very good time indeed. I'm looking forward to it again. We will be in Lot J outside of the Jaguar Stadium. Looking forward to it. Um, yeah, going to be a blast. Again, I, I'm, I'm really excited to talk about it. You know, I, I love talking recruiting and, and, and making content in regards to, you know, whatever it is, you know, regarding the Gamecocks. But, uh, yeah, no, nah, I'm excited to excited to break down one more football game and, and, and talk key matchups, keys to the game. We'll be heading down to Jacksonville on Wednesday. So, guys, content update for you. Content update for you. We will rock as normal this week on the Daily Crow, right? The podcast that normally drops on Wednesday will drop on Thursday. Just because signing day is Wednesday, I would much rather record the podcast late Wednesday and sort of look back or, or recap or break down signing day versus have a show drop Wednesday morning and just kind of be like, hey, it's signing day. We'll see what happens. Uh, so the podcast, so you'll have podcast on Thursday, Friday, back to back. The Friday show will be a fun one. The Friday show will be our Gamecock fans Christmas wish list, a.k.a. the 
Dear Santa episode, which many of you enjoy. I enjoy it, personally. I, I enjoy it very much. I'm thinking probably, guys, honestly, no podcast on Monday the 26th. I, I just, I'll be at home with family and enjoying myself and, and enjoy my birthday. And I, I just, and honestly, the big reasons, there's just nothing to talk about. There's just, I mean, nothing's going to happen over the 24th or 25th that a podcast will be necessary on the 26th. We will probably rock, I believe we will rock TDC on the 26th. We will rock TDC on the 26th. Um, TDC the 27th. Nothing the 28th because we'll be on the road. Uh, we'll be on the road to Jacksonville. Might do like a special Twitter spaces while we're on the road, but no TDC that Wednesday. We'll do TDC Thursday. And of course, Wednesday, the, 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 the game day podcast will drop. Full breakdown. Uh, keys the game. Prediction all that good stuff, and then no podcast or TDC Friday because, of course, it will be game day. So, uh, got a packed week, and, and looking forward to after the game next Friday. You know, we'll have our recap probably, what, I think New Year's Day is Sunday. So, that Monday, January the 2nd, that podcast, that podcast will be the the first – um, that podcast will be the, the, the breakdown of the game that happened in the Gator Bowl. And then that week, also the first week of January, we will look back. Well, that's when we'll do our, our 2022 year in review. And, uh, yeah, it'll be a good time. James Kendall says nothing to talk about, huh? Some shit's going down. Some shit's going down Christmas Eve. If it does, it does, James. And I'd be more than happy to record a podcast. It wouldn't bother me, but realistically, I, I think we'll be safe. <laughs> realistically, I think we'll be safe. I, I could be wrong. I could be wrong. But we shall see. Uh, guys, we've hit 12.45. Let's go ahead and jump into our first break. But on the other side, I want to continue to hear from you more of your questions, your comments, your calls, and more. You're tuned in to The Daily Crow. All right, guys, we're back. Taking your questions, comments, calls, 843-790-3377 here on this Monday. Again, appreciate you all tuning in. One thing I want to highlight really quickly. Um, of course, again, Wednesday, National Signing Day. We're all looking forward to it. Was talking about blue chip ratio earlier, right? Above 50%. That's your magic number, right? Above 50%. It is predicted the past 13 national champions. The last 13 national champions have been above 50% blue chip ratio. So if you're not above that, you don't have a shot to win the national title. And I'd argue you don't even have a shot to really contend with the elites. Taking a look at South Carolina's class right now, right, as we sit here on this Monday, Gamecocks rank 17th nationally. They have 19 commitments, 11 of which are four stars. Eight of those are three stars. So... South Carolina is above that 50% blue chip ratio in this 2023 class. I think you continue to stack classes like that. You continue to surpass that 50% threshold in regards to blue chip ratio. You do that on a year-in, year-out basis, and you continue to attack the portal the way that Beamer has shown he will do. You know, I think you give it three, four, five years, I think we're in a very, very good position. 
Because again, the proof's in the pudding. You're above that 50% blue chip ratio. You gotta be, you got a real shot to be a really good football team. And if South Carolina, as I've mentioned previously, if the Gamecocks, if we're five, six years from now in the SEC championship, we will look back and we will say it's because recruiting changed. You know, blue chip ratio, that changed. That's something that Muschamp didn't do, certainly. That's something Spurrier didn't do. Hitting that 50% or greater blue chip ratio. If Shane Beamer's able to do that, watch out. And it's a good start thus far. It's a very good start at this point. So, um, let's see. Eric Reese, do we think these welcome home tweets include the transfers? I think so. I want to say yes. I think so. Carbine, question for 2023. The receiving room most likely will be Juice, Leggett, and somebody else. Do we add someone in that three spot with the portal? One of our freshmen, maybe Brown. Yeah, Carbine, I I, I would think you got Vakari Swain, I believe, committed as well. You know, you take a look at the recruiting class. Um, Let's see. You take a look at the recruiting class. Let's see. How many other receivers do we have? Swain's an athlete. Kelton Henderson's an athlete. C.J. Adams, a receiver out of Petalbrook, Mableton, Georgia. Cameron Sandlin's an athlete. Judge Collier's an athlete. Tyshawn Russell, the kid you just got yesterday. He's a wide receiver. Uh, so, I mean, I, I I would not be surprised at all if they went to the portal, uh, especially if there's a guy out there that can help you. I mean, I, I would love to see them beef up with another receiver or two. I absolutely would. Would love to see it. Would love to see it. Because Juice coming back would be huge. Juice is obviously going to be your number one. You're going to need somebody else to help him, though. You're going to need somebody to help him, right? And then Trey Knox, if you get him. If you get Trey Knox. Yeah. If you get Trey Knox. That'd be big. That'd be massive. So... Anyways, guys, 843-790-3377. I will be going on Mark Ryan's show today at 440. Looking forward to that. Always fun to chat with Mark, and I'm sure he'll want to talk some recruiting today. Maybe we'll talk some bowl game. I honestly have no idea. So, <clears throat> Jesse Jacobs, I believe Jalen Brooks is done. I, I don't know. I could be wrong. I, maybe he's got another year. Travis Allen, yeah, Landon Sampson could be another one. Uh, you know, we'll see. We will see. Brennan M, Therapy Monday starts now for me. Yeah, Brennan, hope you're doing well. Brennan apparently had uh, some some work done to the teeth this morning. The uh, old dentist visit. I'm somebody, I don't hate the dentist. There's some people that hate going to the dentist. I don't hate the dentist. I'm, uh, I actually like the, like, I like the dentist in the sense of, like, I like getting my teeth clean. It's just, it's a good feeling. It's a good feeling going and leaving. You know, does that make me crazy? Does that make me crazy? I, I'm I'm just I'm not like anti dentist. It's not my favorite thing to do. Oh, Rebecca, stop it! Stop it, Rebecca! You come on, Rebecca. You're, you're you're back with your man, Rebecca. Is that right? Who you back with, Rebecca? You ain't back with me. Don't put my name. Who you back with? I know you ain't back with Dale. Uh, Steve O'Brien Jr., thoughts on the Braves offseason so far? I haven't seen really who they've signed. You know, I saw Dansby's going to the Cubs. I I, I didn't think they were going to re-sign him, man. I mean, listen, I I love that Dansby got his money. I love that Dansby got his money. Uh, I think the Braves were probably smart for 
<clears throat> I think the Braves are smart for not paying it. You know, I mean, you hate to see it, right? Because Dansby, you think of Dansby, he's a Brave. But, you know, you, you can't, uh, there's no reason to overspend. No reason to overspend. So, Austin Gregory says, Rebecca Chris, 2023. No, Austin, I'm accounted for, my good friend. I, I will I will pass respectfully. I, I, I am, uh, I'm accounted for, and uh, I saw all she wrote on that. John, you will not, sir. You will not. <laughs> Rebecca, who are you back with? Rebecca said, John, did you not see Rebecca said she's back with somebody? She didn't tell us. She didn't tell us who. And now I put her on the spot, and she's not going to tell us who it is. Respectfully. Yeah, respectfully. Anyways, Chase Floyd, hope it's Dale from East Tennessee. <laughs> Here we go again. Here we go again. John says my money is on Martin. Yeah, which it who who are they? She's back with Dale. God dang it. She's back with Dale. How'd Dale win you back, Rebecca? How'd Dale do it? How in the world? God, what a what a guy Dale is. How'd Dale do it? He must have brought some orange crush over for a little date night. I'm glad y'all worked it out, Rebecca. I'm glad. I, I am. Everybody deserves love. She's the peanut butter to his jelly. Indeed. <laughs> oh, I don't even know if I want to read that. Oh, my God. <laughs> My goodness. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, man. Mm -mm -mm. Rebecca, you're more than... I, well, let's see. You're more than welcome to call in, I think. I think. Oh, my God. I think you're welcome to call in, Rebecca. I, I got to see if you actually are. I don't, I don't know. I may have. Let's see. We need to hear the story. We, we definitely do. We definitely need to hear the story, Rebecca. It's, it's, it's a good day for it. You know, a little bit slower. A little bit of a slower day. All right, this is not Rebecca. We're going to see. Let's jump to the line. Spencer. What's going on, man? How are you? Hey, I'm doing good. I think Rebecca's going to lead us to a national championship in 2023. Dale's going to walk on in 2023. He's going to be a five-star recruit. It's going to be perfect. It's going to be QB. It's going to replace Rattler. It's going to be awesome, okay? 
5,000 yards, 28 touchdowns, no picks. He's going to be perfect because Dale is that man. He got Rebecca. He's going to get us to the national championship. It's that easy. Thank you. I love that. Yeah, love that energy. Love that energy. Love that. Uh, Let's see. John Edwards said, Big Tree just tweeted. Where? Where? Am I, am I missing this? I, I don't see it. I don't see that, my guy. I don't see that, John Edwards. Anyways, um, I was looking for Rebecca's number. I, I, don't, I don't remember it. Let's see. Let me see if I can find it here. I don't know. Weird. Anyways, guys, phone lines are open. John Edward, how are you going to DM me what he said when he didn't tweet anything? You're telling me somebody tweeted. I don't see anything. Oh, okay. He, he did tweet, and then what, he deleted? Because I don't see anything. That one hurt, man, losing tree. That one, that one really hurt. I ain't going to lie to you. That was a tough day. That was a tough day with uh... – no – uh, Rebecca, your 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 number's open. We're good. You call us, call us. Give us a ring. Give us a ring, Rebecca. Please do. Give us a ring. Why not? The one zero five five from that number. Give us a ring. I, I Braddock, I was checking that list. You are correct. <laughs> you are correct. John says, Beck, does Dale know about the Spurs Up show? Yeah, I mean, he, he already called in. Yeah. Rebecca, you're more than welcome. We The people inquiring minds want to hear the story. People want to hear the story. We need to know how Dale got back in the fold. I want to know. I'm curious. What did Dale do? What did How did Dale woo, said lady? What did he do? I need to know. We we need to know. We need to know, man. Okay. I, I see Big Tree's tweet. I, I I don't know. I it I don't know if Big Big Tree is gonna I don't know what he's going to do, man. I'm, I'm not I'm not getting my hopes up too high for, for Tree. I just – has that ship sailed? I, I don't know. Has the ship sailed for Tree? Chloe Kitts, 10.7 rebounds, two assists, two steals. In an 87-23 to 23 victory <laughs> over Charleston Southern. My God. 64-point win. How about that? Don Staley's squad just keeps rolling. Carolina, the, the AP, on that note, by the way, ironic timing. AP poll just dropped. Carolina at number one, of course. Uh, 28, all of them, first place votes. Stanford at number two. Ohio State number three. Indiana four, Notre Dame five. UNC six. NC State seven. 
Tech eight, UConn at nine, and LSU at ten. That's your top ten. So, Dawn Staley's squad again just keeps on keeping on, destroying everyone in their path. Hold on, Beamer's got a call-in show tonight? What? Do what? Okay, Beamer's got a call-in show tonight, apparently. That is seems kind of interesting. Call-in show on a Monday. How about that? Call-in show on a Monday. <clears throat> Bro, what is going on at Arkansas? They just had Micah Teese decommitted, four-star wide receiver. Maybe Loggins can get him. Let Loggins cook. Rebecca said, he'd been on my mind, so I got him a laptop for Christmas. You got him a, hold on, what? Hold on. Who won who back? Did you win him back or he won you back? You got him a laptop for Christmas? Sheesh. What in the world? I mean, that'll, that'll get anybody back, right? I mean, a laptop? You got him a, what'd you get him, a MacBook? Dang. Becca, you're down bad. Rebecca is down bad. Down unequivocally bad. <laughs> down bad. Bro, let Loggins, yeah, let Loggins cook. So, hold on, where, where did, where's the Beamer call-in show tweet? I just saw a graphic. Huh. Interesting, 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 interesting. Let's see, I, I thought, let's see, let's see, Sam Pittman. On the NIL. I think these comments. So here's something funny. And I and I love this. So I gave my thoughts on Jaheim Bell, right? When he entered the portal and I said, you know, stand on business, right? Like there's no come like once you go into the portal, you make that decision. Stand on business. There's, just, there's no coming back. Here's what Sam Pittman had to say on Trey Knox and Keytron Jackson entering the portal. He says, a little bit surprising. Excuse me. A lot of factors go into that. Other schools, NIL, there's a lot of factors. Not enough uh, balls getting thrown their way. We'll certainly support those guys in what we can. But once you go in the portal, I've said before, you obviously, obviously, can't come back and that's you have to change your mind a little bit on that to get somebody back as long as it's a reason other than Arkansas is not good enough for me obviously nobody wants a player that feels that way they need to go (laughs) 
Yeah, he said, to hell with you. If you say to hell with us, we're going to say to hell with you. I love it. I respect the hell out of it. Mm-hmm. I respect the hell out of it. Mm-hmm. Uh, John Edwards may upset people, but I like watching Trevor Lawrence in the NFL. I mean, dude, I, I've got, I've got no like hate for Trevor Lawrence, really. To be honest with you, like, I, I don't, I don't, I far from hate Trevor Lawrence. I don't pull for him to obviously do poorly. I mean, yeah. How about the uh, the Myrtle Beach Bowls today, by the way? Shout out to all the Myrtle Beach folks. The old Dirty Myrtle Bowl taking place. 2.30 kickoff in the Dirty Myrtle Bowl. So. Okay. Game. All right, here we go. Yep, 6-7. to seven. Carolina calls. One last time at Backstreet's. 6-7. to seven. Tonight. Very good. Okay, so Beamer will speak. I'd be very curious to hear what he's got to say. Be very curious to hear what he's got to say ahead of signing day. I'm sure there will be a press conference also on Wednesday. If they haven't scheduled it, I'll be very surprised, uh, which they may not have, but there will most certainly be one. All right, let's jump to the lines. Call from Eric. What's going on, man? How are you? Hey, what's up, Chris? Uh, just hanging out. Hey, I got a question. I know everybody's kind of upset about what we leaving and then our tight end leaving, but actually, how much did they contribute throughout the season? I mean, Lloyd was hurt for, what, three or four games, and then there was uh, parents bitching about um, – what's his name? Jaheim Bell. I can't think of the tight end's name. Jaheim Bell. Yeah, you know, they were bitching he wasn't getting enough touches and all this other shit. Now he's leaving. We're only losing total, what, about 12, 1,500 yards of offense between two people. And we're getting the transfers coming in and, you know, come out. And even if Spencer stays or leaves, we have quarterbacks in the back. I said, we're not sitting there like we were two years ago with only two scholarship quarterbacks. And we don't know what we're going to do. And there's no direction in the program. What do you think about all that? Yeah, I mean, I, I, uh, you know, I, I think that the initial rush of emotion of of Bell and Lloyd leaving, I, I just think I don't think college football fans. I mean, it goes so far beyond South Carolina, but I, I don't think college football fans will ever get used to their favorite players leaving, right? Right. You know, oh, it's, absolutely. It's but I mean, I wish them the, the most success. Don't get me wrong. I don't want them to go fail because then I look bad on our coaching staff. Like we didn't teach them right. Yeah. You know? No. Yes. So, I, I, yeah. I mean, I, I was going to say that it's, it's, uh, and I, I think, I think everybody or most all, you know, level headed fans, especially wish them well. And, um, but I, I think it was that initial rush of emotion, you know, that was tough. And, um, because most times guys into the portal, you know, it's, they're not playing or it makes sense with those guys right. just, it just didn't make sense. But to your point, realistically, from the football side of things, yes, we will we will find a tight end that will have 500 receiving yards and a running back that will have 600 right. rushing yards. Yeah, but we, I mean, it's not like another one doesn't exist. I mean, right. who gives a shit what the star rating is? You know, right. I mean, honestly. Right. 
Yeah, we'll be. I mean, from the football side, we'll be fine. Yeah, we'll be fine from the football. Right, absolutely, absolutely. And you know what? Every year, when you you know when everybody does their predictions and who's going to win, who's going to lose, and all this other crap. Um, my brother brought me one of them, you know, schedules or whatever, and I did the same thing. And I'm gonna tell you honestly, I'll take a picture and send it to you. I picked us beating Tennessee at the beginning of the year by 20 points, and then I picked us beating Clemson by three. Uh, I had our record at eight and four. I mean, Satterfield wasn't the best OC, but he wasn't just straight garbage, yeah. you know. Um, and, you know, looking back on that, I mean, an honest, legitimate question, if you ask a Carolina fan, who do you want to beat? What's the most important victory of the year? Was it Kentucky, ranked 13? Was it us just ass-raping, you know, Tennessee? Or was it beating Clemson? Which would you rather have, the Clemson win or the Tennessee win, if you had to pick one? You see what I mean? You see the frustration? I can see you laughing about it. I mean, that, that's exactly what it is. If we'd have beat Tennessee and lost to Clemson, mm. there would have been 30% of the people said, at least we beat Tennessee. Well, goddamn, we didn't beat Clemson. I mean, what the hell? Do we suck? Why can't we beat them? But then if we'd have lost to Tennessee and beat Clemson, well, the, the year is still technically a win because, oh, my God, we about to beat an out-of-conference team. That weighs no impact on our conference schedule. Yeah. It doesn't matter how many times we beat Clemson. It's not going to move us up in the SEC East. Right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I would say this. I, I would say this that for because I, I'm with you. You know, winning the SEC, winning your SEC games is of utmost importance. You know, I'm, I, we had a caller right. earlier that said we could, you know, we could go one and one and eleven, and as long as we beat Clemson, he'd be happy. And I'm I'm not no. of that. I'm not of that mentality. But I will say this. Right. I went into this year actually saying that, like, if you asked me right now, would I have rather beaten Tennessee or Clemson? I would have said Clemson because. I just felt like, like this fan base needed that shot in the arm because we weren't oh, winning. Absolutely. We, we weren't winning that. the we absolutely. weren't winning the SEC this year, anyways. So it's like it had been so long, like another just painful loss, another blowout loss to Clemson. Right. I mean this 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 fan base for the overall morale, like what that Clemson right. win did, was incredible. I mean it it's still like I sit here today and I like I some I have to pinch myself like. We actually beat them, like like we actually did it. Right, absolutely, it's crazy. It's crazy. So, <laughs> absolutely, yeah. Oh, you're right. And then on the other hand, if you look at it, you know when when Spurrier was here and we beat everybody in the East, you know that one year completely beat everybody, and then Georgia went to the damn championship. Or you know when we were beating Clemson five years in a row, which was mm. you know absolutely fantastic. But you know what would you have done? What would they have said during those years? Even in 2010, when we went to the championship game, or in 2011, when we beat everybody in the East, if we'd have lost to Clemson in the year, I mean, everybody would say, well, the season was okay, but, you know, we didn't beat Clemson. Yeah. And I kind of thought about it the same way until Spurrier got here and he was like, look, you don't need to worry about this game. We need to worry about these games. And I was like, hmm, yeah. made sense. Well, it'll it'll never not be important. I mean, your your goals go as, you know, win a national championship, win an SEC championship, mm-hmm. win your division, right. and then beat Clemson. I mean, it's, it's on your list of goals, you know what I mean? So, okay. um, I mean, I would I, I would just so, say from my personal vantage point, if you can't do any of the first three things I mentioned, beat Clemson. Right. right? If you want to have any semblance of a successful season. So, and you did that exactly. this year. Yeah, you so, did that this year. looking forward with our new OC, 
who's going to do whatever he does, blend it with our system, his system, and it'd probably be awesome. But what happens if, you know, next year, you know, Kentucky got, what's his name, Liam back as their OC came, you know, he left the 49ers, went back to Kentucky. Mike Leach passed away, which was horrible. But now you got him, they're bringing in a different OC. So it's kind of like a reset button from 2021 when everybody was in their first year, two-year kind of thing. What happens next year when we get our new OC, and let's just say we lose the Vanderbilt next year. They have some kind of weird, whatever, great season uh, like Arkansas did last year, or, you know, how a lot of people say we had it this year, or Missouri has a year like that. Is it Beamer's fault because he brought in a new OC and it didn't blend correctly and it's time to fire somebody? Are we all going to be back on that stupid train again? It's ridiculous. I told my brother, it is so stressful sometimes being a Carolina fan. You know, it's like it's always got to be stressful. It can't just be easy. <laughs> well, I mean, you, you, you think about it, you're pulling for an entity you have absolutely zero control over. So that that is literally the, right. the, the in, in no other walk of life would you advise someone to do that. That is that is a facilitator of stress. So yes, it, it will probably right. it will probably always be stressful. Um, right. No, nah, I mean, you know, listen, I mean, I I, I don't think. I don't think Vanderbilt at home is going to beat us, but at some point they're going to do it. Right. Oh, no, 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 no. Absolutely not. It'll be another roller coaster season, but that's that's kind of football. I mean, at this point, I oh, wait, like you what, kind of know what you're getting yourself into. So, What, what do you think about the Dion thing, dude? I mean, I think Dion was a great, a, great, a great hire for Colorado. Yeah, I mean, I think it's for – I think, honestly, Auburn dropped the ball. They should have picked him up, but imagine that. Yeah, I mean, you know, I, I, think you'd have, I think you'd have been – yeah, Georgia Tech would have been awesome. I think for a school like Auburn, yeah. you would have been very split on – because right. I think I think Dion's a great hire for a program who can afford to roll the dice because he might not work out. Mm -hmm. if, you know, Hugh Freeze is a much more – he's won in the SEC. He's got a proven track record. I, right. think, I think Hugh Freeze will win and win a lot. Dion, who knows? Oh, absolutely. Who knows? Who knows? Right. That's just awesome. I'm glad somebody finally took a chance on that guy. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, but Me that's, that's all I got, bro. Yeah. I appreciate it. I watch you every day. Everything's always awesome. Hilarious. I mean, it's fantastic. I appreciate it, man. No, great. Hey, great stuff. I appreciate the banter. No problem. Have a good one. All right, man. You too. Appreciate it. Great stuff. Great stuff. Great call. Great call. A lot of great stuff in that call. Um. Yeah. I mean, I, I would say this, that, we, I, I mean, I feel like we made the right decision on ROC, and you know, we had to keep it moving. And you know, you don't meet certain expectations, then you know, yeah. So, anyways, uh, Rebecca says I'm looking for some good deals on laptops. Y'all in the comments, y'all help her out. Y'all help her out with that. The, the, the laptop I would suggest for you, Rebecca, has got. I mean, my my laptop was like two grand, so <laughs> I don't think you. I don't think you want to spend that, nor do you need a laptop with the power that that uh, you know you would spend two grand on. So, I thought you already got a laptop for Dale. I now you're saying you're looking for good deals. So, did you get him the laptop or did you not? Oh, I need answers. We we all need answers. Something's not adding up. Something's not making sense. I don't know. Gene Lott says, if you win the East, you beat Clemson every year. I would agree. 
Gene, I would agree. Winning the SEC first, but again, like I said, your your goals every year. Win a national title, win an SEC championship, win your division. If you can't do any of them first three, like I mentioned, beat Clemson. Beat Clemson. So, like this year, for example, you didn't accomplish them first three, but beat Clemson, you know what? It makes the year a lot sweeter. Put it that way. All right, let's jump into another break, guys. On the other side, I want to continue to hear from you more. Your questions, comments, calls, and more. You're tuned in to the Daily Crow. All right, guys, we're back. Taking your questions, your comments, your calls. Steven, any news or leans on Lenora Sellers? That is the most talked about dude, man. Everybody wants to know about Lenora Sellers. Steven, I don't know, my guy. No No news, no leans. Far as I know, he is a Syracuse Orangeman. That's that's what I know about him. I I don't know much of anything about Lenora Sellers, my guy. I, I don't know. I do not know. Mm-mm-mm. Anyways, guys, appreciate you all tuning in. Rocking and rolling this Monday. Apparently, Rebecca and Dale are back together. That's new news for us as well. Steven, news on Harbor. I've, I've heard nothing new. Um, yeah, hopefully we get, I mean, from everything I heard before, we were trending well on Nicholas Harbor. I, uh, I, I will, I will say this. We will have J.C. Sherbert on Wednesday at 1.15. My, my brain's like melting reading Rebecca's comments. Um, we'll have J.C. Sherbert on 1.15 on Wednesday to talk signing day, and uh, he'll give us a full breakdown of the signing class, and, of course, we'll get some updates on guys like Nick Harbor and others. So, Lenora Sellers, everything y'all need to know. Rebecca says she feels like shit. She stayed up till 3 a.m. at Dale's. Good God almighty. Who knows? Man was putting him work. They'll put in work. Thomas Walker says, Seller says he's he's a six to seven on a scale as far as his commitment to Syracuse. I mean, I just wonder, Thomas, again, like, can we realistically, does it make sense to bring him in? I mean, with all the quarterbacks we have, I, I feel like it's almost like a selfish want. Like, we just don't want him to go somewhere else. Um, I had somebody say, I think he was like the greatest quarterback prospect ever from the state of South Carolina. I'm like, really? That seems aggressive. Granted, I don't know. I don't. I don't. I don't know the kid that well. I'm not going to say I know the kid that well. Anyways, guys, appreciate you all tuning in. Um, a little bit of a slower day, honestly. Slower weekend. We could talk about whatever you like. Uh, again, I want to say thank you all so much for the love and the support on the merchandise side of the business, guys. Uh, 
90, we're probably about 98% of the way in regards to everything sent out. All the towels that were ordered for by Christmas delivery, all those have been sent out. I was waiting on uh, more inventory of koozies to show up, and we got those, uh, I believe, on Friday. So we'll be getting those out, packaging tonight, shipping out tomorrow, and then we will be done. We'll be done. Done as far as by Christmas delivery stuff. So, again, I want to say thank you all so much, man. It's, uh, you know, truly a blessing. been incredible, and uh, I'm looking forward to a very exciting Christmas for sure. Probably be going home on on Friday or so, probably Friday afternoon, go hang out with the fam till Monday, and going to be a good time. I'm looking forward to it. So, hope you guys are have enjoyed the Christmas season. Uh, we are watching some Christmas movies. I, I'll tell you this, by the way, shout out. I did a shout out Soul Yoga in Greenville. Did I did hot yoga for the first time on Friday, and boy, oh boy, it was an ass kicking. I'll tell you that it was fun. It was nice. It was good. It was like a it was like a just a cleansing of the body, cleansing of the soul. But it's tough. Very tough. It's very tough. Anyways. Luke RJ, over under eight and a half wins in 2023. Well, funny question about that, Luke RJ. Uh, the first week of January, and you probably already know this, I will give my way too early predictions for the 2023 season. So, eight and a half is a good number, though. I'll tell you, that's a good number. Call from Hunter. Hunter, what's up, man? How are you? I'm good, man. Uh, just got off work for the whole week for Christmas. So wow, very good. Very good. Yeah, tied tied up and bored now. Well, um, yeah. So, what, so what you think on uh, Notre Dame's uh, defense? Uh, do you think they they have the same defense as they showed up with Clemson or something? Or I'm not sure if they have any opt outs on that. Yeah, they they uh one of their DBs and one of their D linemen opted out, but uh you know I I, I think with Spencer Rattler and Antoine Wells both playing, and if you keep things simple, I think we should be able to have some success. My my greatest concern in that game, just looking at it is and, and we'll start to break it down much more in depth next week but I, I i would say my greatest concern will be stopping the run especially with no pickings uh, they can run the football pretty well and i think they will focus on running the football because their quarterback obviously opted out of the yeah. kid that's playing started the first half of the year or whatever um but you know that that'd be my greatest concern i think offensively we'll be fine i, I think we will okay um and one other question, though. So, what you think about next year, like, uh, on the recruiting people? Like, uh, I guess, like, do you think we're going to pick up any five stars at all? Or? Well, we might pick up one, um, you know, this cycle with Nick Harbor. Uh, I mean, I, I think there's still a really good chance that we land him. I, I know that Maryland's recruiting him hard. Heck, everybody's recruiting him hard. LSU's recruiting him hard. But, uh, I mean, that'd yeah, be huge. Yeah, that'd that'd cool. be huge to land Nick Harbor, man. It would be absolutely huge. So, but I don't you know. Think- I was actually, uh, I was actually thinking from uh, mm-hmm. last year uh, when uh, when we had the head coaching uh, when they were trying to hire a coach for us. And actually, I was thinking back on like, well, I'm, uh, Billy Napier and uh, Shane was actually competing for the job for South Carolina. I'm actually thankful for Billy not, you know, taking that job with us uh, yeah. or, you know, Ray Tanner not hiring him because, that, you know, all, all we can know, we, we could have lost, lost to uh, Vanderbilt this year. Or, yeah, yeah, this year. Yeah. And, yeah, it, it would have been horrible. 
Yeah, they uh, Florida had a rough year. <laughs> I mean, I know they beat the. Yeah. I know. I know they beat the hell out of us, but they had a very, very rough year. So. Um, yeah. Cool. Yeah. I, I don't know. But. Yeah, that's that's all I needed. I just figured I'd call in since I'm off work. So. Yeah, dude. Yeah, no, I, I appreciate it, man. No problem. Man. Take care, Hunter. Great stuff from uh, from Hunter as always. So. Eight four three seven nine zero three three seven seven. That's eight four three seven nine zero three three seven seven. Here on this Monday, uh, John Ebert, thoughts on possibly getting uh, Mazeo Bennett? I think they're pretty good. I mean, he was just on campus over the weekend and visited and decommitted from Tennessee. And you know, I, I think with with Loggins now in there and a new offense, and you know, I, I think there'd be a lot of reason for him to come to South Carolina. So. Um, that'd be a huge pickup. You know, I think it's important to keep a guy like that at home. I think it's important like, like that to keep a guy keep a guy like that in state for sure. Absolutely for sure. Uh, Deshaun Fenwick ran all over Florida in the bowl game, former game. Yeah, I did see that. Dude, Oregon State beat the hell out of Florida. Beat the hell out of them. Beat the hell out of them. Uh, ask me, says Beamer will be the only head coach in Carolina history to win back-to-back bowl games in his first two years. Isn't that something? I mean, that's wild when you think about it. That is wild. Uh, Luke RJ, what's the temperature in those hot yoga sessions? It's it's pretty damn warm, my guy. I don't know exactly what I don't know exactly what the uh, the temp is, but it's it's warm. <laughs> I mean, I was pouring sweat, pouring sweat. Um. Austin Hicks, who was slap dick of the day? I, I don't know. Some dude that – I don't know. Some Somebody commented earlier, but I, we didn't really have an official slap dick of the day. Um, I don't know. By the way, guys, hey, it's 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 almost that time. It's You know, it's all that almost that time. In about a month, in about a month, we will start breaking down Carolina baseball. Yep, we'll start talking baseball and counting down. And I'm probably either the first, probably the second week as I look at the calendar, <clears throat> probably that second week of January. Yeah, the the, the 8th through the 14th that week. <clears throat> I will probably head out of town, do something, go on a vacation of some sort. Probably no TDC. But that next week, I think probably the January the 17th or 16th or whatever will be one month until first pitch. So, one month's opening day. And that, that will be the week that we start talking baseball. So, looking forward to it, man. I mean, you guys know I'm a huge baseball guy. It's obviously very, very exciting. Um, yeah, so I'm, I'm super pumped. It's, you know, I, I look at baseball season – and I always have, but I, I really look at baseball season, guys. It's, it's an opportunity for me to separate myself as a content creator. It, it really is. It really is. It's an opportunity for me to separate myself from everyone else that makes content around the Gamecocks and just makes content in general because, you know, I have the unique advantage that I, I'm as passionate about baseball as I am about football, truly, honestly. And, uh, you know, I, I would say this. I, I, I will say I love football. 
<clears throat> I love the way, because I get asked a lot, what's your favorite thing to cover, right? What sport's your favorite? And obviously, there's nothing like a Saturday in the fall in South Carolina. There, there's nothing like a Saturday in the fall in the SEC. It, it's just, it, that that excitement, that energy is is insane. Um, but you know what I do love about basketball and baseball, especially baseball, is like, I love how chill it is. I, I love how low-key it is. I love how... You know, I, I know there's a lot of games, and the scarcity is what makes football great, but I love that in baseball, like, you lose a game, hey, you get to show up. The best part about baseball is you get to show up tomorrow. You, you get to play again tomorrow. You know what I mean? Um, it is a marathon, not a sprint-type feel, and it's not like the, – the, there's not as much chaos. Like, football is just pure chaos. It's controlled chaos. That's what football is. Baseball's chill, man. Baseball's – hey, man, we're, we're – you know, we're, we're, we're rocking. We're getting after it. Um, you know, <clears throat> and I love it. I, I truly love it. I truly love it. So, um, Connor Lee, <clears throat> are you going to do an opening day grill out again? I don't know. I don't know. We'll, we'll definitely do opening day dogs for sure. We'll, we'll see. And the difference is this, like, I, I don't have a backyard anymore like that. I don't have a backyard anymore. Spoiler. So, <clears throat> nah, we'll we'll probably just be in studio. Might might uh might delete some some glizzies on the live. <laughs> Del- we'll have to get P Doc tuned in for that. Delete some glizzies on the TDC. But other than that, nah, we- I probably won't grill the actual food. Um, yeah. Jacob E says Kingston's garbage. We'll be lucky to see the postseason with this lineup. I'll have my full breakdown of predictions as we get closer to the season. I, I'll tell you this, though. I expect this to be much better, and that's not saying much of anything, but uh, I, I do expect this to be much, much better this upcoming season. Absolutely. Uh, let's see. <clears throat> Excuse me, guys. Tyler Noll, got to be super regional or bust for Kingston this year. If he fails to get us to the postseason again, he's got to go. Oh, I agree. That... that, that if we fail to go to the postseason, <clears throat> he's got to be gone, 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 gone. And I hate it. I mean, I there's a part of me that hates it because we've just been going through coaches in every sport like it's like it's like it's going out of style. But for Carolina baseball, man, it's the expectations. They are what they are, and if you don't meet the expectations, you you, you got to go. You got to go. That's it. You got to go. <clears throat> Luke R. J. said we play well with extra time to prepare for a football game. What percentage of confidence do you have in South Carolina winning this bowl game? Against Notre Dame. I feel pretty good about it. I, I do. Es- especially since Spencer Rattler's playing. Uh, Juice Wells will play. I am I'm actually very confident. I'm I'm very confident. I'm uh like I said, I'm excited to get into it next week and really start breaking down the game. But um, uh, you know, I, I think Notre Dame is very beatable. I think they're very gettable. And you know, I mean if that if that same offense shows up, you know, if that same offense shows up, then why not, you know? How about Florida has emerged as a contender to land Coastal Carolina transfer Grayson McCall? Wouldn't that be something? You know, I, I know he wants to try his hand at SEC football, but it, I don't know, man. It's just like it, he, he just he could have stayed at Coastal and just been a legend. I don't know.
Hunter Herlong, County Baseball is held to higher standards than a football program, as it should be, Hunter. As it should be, right? As it should be. I mean, we've won national championships on the diamond. It should be held to a higher standard, no question. No question. Austin Hicks, who are some younger guys you think will play in the bowl game? Well, I think Anthony Rose for sure will play. Um, I think Lavoisier Carroll might see some action. Maybe some guys at wide receiver. Definitely tight end. Right now, the now the red shirt thing is gone. Now the red shirt thing's done, right? So guys can play, and it won't impact if they're red shirting, not red shirting, whatever. So I think you could see Xavier Short. Stephen White says, "Does DK stay another year?" Let me ask you this: that's that's a great question to open up to the masses, and I don't I don't even I don't know I like I there's not a right answer here. It's this is just truly. And so I know what the answer is probably going to be. But what I was going to say was, would you advise Dak Joyner to stay another year? Or would you advise him to move on if you were advising the carry-on Joyner? I mean, I, I, I think it's so tough to answer because it's really just what does Dak want, right? It's what does Dak want? Because he could come back and have a role on the football team. I don't know what his role would be necessarily, but he'd have some sort of role. Or if he's just tired of football, tired of workouts, tired of practice, tired of everything that comes with it, he could transition into adulthood because I think we all agree that Dak Joyner is not going to be, probably not going to be um, an NFL guy. So I think that's a personal decision for Dak Joyner, man. I, I don't think it's a decision that any of us can make. You know, he's got a child. So, I mean... I think, does NIL play a factor? Um, you know, I, you know, if, if there's NIL money to be had, I think it'd be smart for him to stay as well and get that NIL money, right? But I don't know. I don't know. Austin Lewis, do you think Amari and Brown is a big bowl game? I mean, I hope so. I mean, it's going to be him and... Juice and Leggett, Jalen Brooks. I mean, it's you know he's going to be one of the guys. So, and he's coming back next year. I'd love to see him have a big game. Let's see. Luke RJ, Dak for QB1, my guy, 2023. Run it back. Anyways, guys, really excited, by the way. Let me remind you, of course, our TSUS tailgate next Friday uh, in Jacksonville. Lot J, right? Lot J. Outside of the stadium, looking forward to it. Our friends Count of Cigars partnered up with them. We'll have the Irish packs on sale. The Irish packs will be for sale. Looking forward to that. Um, yeah, going to be a good time. So, looking forward to the game. And this might be my first bowl game. I've told you guys my first bowl game, though, not in Charlotte. So, I'm very, very excited 
about uh, very excited about that. And um, yeah, looking forward to it. Looking forward to it for sure, man. I think there's going to be a lot of Gamecocks, a lot of Gamecocks in Jacksonville, a lot of Gamecocks in Jacksonville. So. Thomas Walker said, I love the guy, but Luke's makes so much sense at Coastal. Yeah, I mean, if, if Rattler's back, I'd, I'd be – I mean, maybe Luke's a guy that wants to be a Gamecock just his entire life, and if so, that's awesome. But uh, I'd be pretty shocked if, if Luke Doty returned, if, if Spencer Rattler is back. So, that would make a lot of sense. It would. Guys, we're going to jump into one final break. On the other side, I want to continue to hear from you. More of your questions, comments, calls, and more. You're tuned in to The Daily Crow. All right, guys, we're back. Final 10 minutes or so here on The Daily Crow, taking your questions, your comments, and your calls as well. 843-790-3377. Tyler Knoll says, I don't know how y'all think Luke can't be a SEC quarterback. No one's ever seen him healthy play a game since he's been here. The four games he played under Bobo was a cluster, and half the team quit. The kid has the tools to be successful. Y'all have written him off for whatever reason. You're not a top 100 nationally ranked recruit at a high school if you can't play ball this fan base is so quick to pass judgment Tylenol what's so funny the reason I laugh reading your comment is because dude we have our BCC hangouts right in the big cock club discord we have our hangouts in there and really what they are it's almost like a it's a twitter space on steroids everybody can speak and dude I mean we had people we probably had an hour long back and forth of people debating in the BCC hangout about Luke Doty Luke RJ being one of the one of the top debaters, if you will, uh, in regards to Luke. Luke RJ is not a Luke Doty fan. We'll put it that way, or not not a not a believer that Luke Doty can be an S or that he is an SEC quarterback. Let's just call it for what it is. So it's just funny because we we've like we've had that debate. I I, I tend to agree with you in the sense of I'm not sitting here. I'm not sitting here fighting the fight of I believe Luke Doty is 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 some elite QB, but to be fair, like we really haven't, it, and it's unfortunate we just haven't seen him in a position where I I really feel confident I can say like we that that best version of Luke Doty's not very good. I mean, the whole 2021 season he was hurt. I mean, it just it, playing on a bum foot. It just doesn't feel fair. It doesn't feel fair to completely judge the guy to cast judgment when he's been hurt. I, I just so okay. So now it's so now it's confirmed that Juice Wells will play play in the bowl game. I guess I was just I guess I was just assuming. I I I didn't know there was even a question if he'd play or not. Apparently, yeah, Juice Wells has confirmed. Let's 
Yep. Juice Wells has confirmed he will be playing in the bowl game. So this is what Juice Wells said about his upcoming decision, by the way. A lot is going to go into it, Wells said. I've got to figure out what my quarterback is doing. I've got to figure out what's best for me mentally, physically. So Spencer Rattler is going to play a big role in his decision. Let's jump to the phone lines. Call from Rebecca. Rebecca, what's going on? How are you? Good. Yeah. Trying to get woke up. It's it's. I mean, it still had ain't fully awake. Trying to mm. drink my sweet tea to get me all woke up. It's my morning coffee. You drink drink you some orange crush. I'm sure it'll wake you up. No, it's sweet tea. Sweet tea. Okay. So what's the story? What's going on with Dale? Fill us in. What's up? How how'd this come back about? What Dale how did Dale get back into the picture? Well, I've been talking I'm in I'm in um thinking about Dale for the last couple of days. And I've had him on my mind. So I thought I would be nice to give him a Chromebook laptop for Christmas and go by and play, you know, sneak and play Santa. But that didn't happen that good in a way because he wasn't home at the time that I wanted to see him go out the door and see if he got the uh, laptop and all that, but he was going to Walmart with his sister. So, so anyway. So you reached out to Dale and he was just, he was just wide, you know, just wide open, ready to, to get back with you again. It was just a no brainer for Dale. And, um, let me finish, Chris. Okay, sorry. My bad. <laughs> so, I went in there. I went over there, knocked on the door, opened the door up. He opened the door up, and he said, that's sweet of you to give me your laptop and stuff, and, and he said that you sure I was going to buy it off of you and everything else? And I was like, oh. I said, this is your Christmas. So, he was telling me that his sister needed a laptop and I had another another laptop here that I was going to get rid of anyway, because I'm going to get me a new laptop when I get paid, when I get my check. So, I'm going to go over there about 4.30 tonight, uh, after all. Go see Dale and see his sister and give that other laptop to her where she can do her 
GED or something she's been wanting to do. She's been wanting a laptop where she could work on that. So, I got a hold of her and everything. So, I'm supposed to meet her over at Dell's at 430. Mm. So, the, the laptop was really what, what, what brought the relationship back together. Not really. Well, then what was it, Rebecca? You're killing me. The people want to know. Mostly when I was with Keith, I couldn't get Dale off my mind when I was with Keith. And he was bringing up his exes, and I was bringing up my exes. And I still had feelings for Dale. So. And when it didn't work out with me and Keith, I took a week off being single again. And then I thought, well, I'll just go over there. One, I went one day last week just to be nice to wish him a Merry Christmas. And He don't do meth. My ass is he done meth. He don't do meth. I don't know where in the hell you got that from. Uh, anyway. And then from there, I've been having him on my mind. So... Sounds like it's meant to be. Sounds like it's meant to be. Right. What? Which? Who was the married one? Was it Dale or Keith? Keith was the one. Keith was the one. That he went back one. to his wife. I don't know why he went to that dumb bitch anyway. be honest. His mother and his sister and all his friends, uh, all his family don't give rat's ass about his ex-wife. I mean, his wife. They don't like her at all. So, and I got a message from her last night on the text message told uh, me uh, you need to leave Keith the fuck alone and all this much bullshit. I said, I'm not over it, Keith. And I, she said, I know you're over at Dale's. I said, yeah, I'm over at Dale's. What does it matter to you? You think I give a fuck? You know what I'm saying? What does it matter if I'm over at Dale?
you're free to do as you please. All right. So, so is is everybody is everybody friends with each other? Like everybody knows each other and all that, or is this like? Like what? Like like do, I know do, his mom, Keith and Dale, and everybody just knows each other. Everybody, everybody in this story. Well, Dale and Keith is neighbors in the same complex in the same same area. They're both neighbors. They're neighbors. So okay. so they they literally live side by side. A little bit, a little bit two doors down is Keith. Not like side by side of uh, Dale. So, mm, that's wild. Mhm. Mm, Martin, Martin does not. He lives in another town. Another okay, another town. So Martin is okay. Uh, he's way over there. Okay. Okay. Well, I mean, no, no wonder you uh, couldn't, you, um, couldn't, you couldn't stop stop thinking about Dale. He was two doors down away. I'd I'd, I'd probably be in the same predicament if I. Right there, yeah, it's tough. I am 32 years old. Somebody asked me how old I am. <clears throat> no, it's not a trailer park. It's housing project. Uh, Y'all already reached 2 o'clock. You might as well get off here. Well, Rebecca, I appreciate you updating us. That was the uh, the finish to the show we needed. So, all right. I hope everybody have a merry Christmas down there in South Carolina. Mm. Merry Christmas to you and yours as well. You and Dale now. So, all right. I'm gonna get off here and finish the show off. All right, Rebecca. Again, Merry Christmas to you and yours. Yeah. We'll, uh, we'll talk soon. All right. All right. Take care. Yeah. What a <clears throat> what a finish to the show. Guys, on that note, we're out of here. Appreciate you all tuning in. Uh, podcast, of course, dropped this morning. Go check it out. Episode 730, what? No. No, excuse me. 743. See, I'm getting my numbers mixed up. 743 drop this morning. Um, TDC all week. Next pod will drop Thursday because we've got signing day on Wednesday. Uh, but yeah, stay tuned to all the content. Content leading out the eyeballs. Guys, appreciate you all tuning in. Thank you all so much. Have a great rest of your Monday. And we will talk to you all tomorrow.